I'd say just go with your gut every time. Welcome to Hang It, the platform where we try to navigate the art world and build a community through conversations with friendly people. My name is Matilda and today I'll be talking to Daisy Wakefield to find out about her practice as an artist and how she got there. Hi Daisy, could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your practice? Yeah, of course. So um, I'm Daisy Wakefield. Um, I'm from Worthing originally, Um, did my art foundation in Worthing, sort of Brighton area, went to Bristol Uni and did a drawing and print um, BA, um, which was amazing. Um, That was at UWE, so University of West of England. I graduated yikes in 2019 um and now I'm basically doing freelance artwork ultimately kind of full-time now um and that's kind of really kick-started because of furlough my practices I would say I define myself personally um as an artist and an activist or campaigner like I'd say it's very 50-50 split um in how I work um and how I put my time into that um, I spend a lot of time researching and then making my artwork. Um, but I would say I'm an illustrator and an animator, specifically within the art realm. Now I work a lot more digitally because I have um, an iPad and that's an easy way to make artwork that I can spread around, basically. And what kind of projects have you been involved in recently? So I've been doing um, commissions for um, unions, for um, startup businesses, They've all been very progressive and very me about um, their political engagement. For example, I'm currently doing a project with the first all-gender condom that's going to be um, launched, hopefully, once they get the funding. And so if we go back um, and talk about your formal training and um, experience of art school, so your foundation and BA, um, what was it about them that you enjoyed most uh, and what did you find um, what were the biggest challenges yeah I mean I absolutely loved my art foundation Um, when I left college I was in such a like confused state I think for me anyway my experience of college I felt really um, pressured to go to uni and my mum suggested well why don't you just do art foundation because it's it's a year out it's free um, if you go straight from college ended up falling in love with printmaking there my advice of if you do art foundation or anything like that the resources are so incredible and you have the freedom to explore anything you want um obviously when you get to uni it can be a bit more um stressful because there's more intense grades at risk um but for me i yeah I, i probably did stuff in my degree that my teachers didn't like or might not have got me the best grade or what I thought might not have got me the best grade, but because I enjoyed it, that's kind of how I got a good degree at the end um, and did the work I loved. And in terms of your activism, uh, is that something that really came about at UE, uh, doing the printmaking course? Um, yeah, that was that was in my art foundation. Um, my teacher basically turned around to me and was like, well, yeah, cool, your artwork's okay, but like, what, what do you want to say? And then... Um, that that was around the same time that I found out about the pink tax, um, which is basically just tax on most um, f- 
feminine hygiene putting that in quotation marks um yeah within that um so yeah and then that basically just kind of lit a fire in me and I was like this is just fucking so awful I don't know if I can swear this is really awful um and yeah so I basically um started making artwork about um the pink pink tax specifically and then how that kind of trickles down within period poverty I had this passion for it but I didn't know how to actually make change whereas in my degree show that was when I was really like okay how can I actually make this activism how can I make change within my community and now you said um the pandemic has sort of forced you into the world of freelance uh how have you found that um and what would you what have you come up against yeah I mean yeah so I've really learned a lot the hard way as well of um contracts and invoices and pricing and stuff like that has been such a mindful for me naturally I think a lot of um you know new artists like myself my contracts um from April compared to now my contracts back then were not airtight at all and so I've had to learn that the hard way of um being and then said to them oh I I did that work for you so can you pay me and they're like well you're pushing it because it's not actually completely in the contract do you know what I mean it's stuff like that you I think you have to be really really careful with and it's just about communicating um it's difficult because I would say be honest but then also don't show your vulnerability um so I think it's important to be honest sometimes with people and say you know what I'm actually um a newly freelance artist um can you set I'm gonna send you over my contract please can you tell me if it's not like completely clear or airtight and then we can work with it together I've really struggled with having the right balance with clients being friendly and also having the authority to say you owe me money (laughs) can you pay me please there's a really great um I think they have a website um it's called creative champs um but they basically had a template um contract for artists so I basically had a look at theirs and then kind of um altered it a Mm. bit what advice would you give um to someone who's leaving school now um or or doing a foundation now uh and looking to pursue their practice professionally yeah I would say for people who are studying just embrace it and make the most out of the resources you have and just be like excited to make mistakes um but people who are thinking of going into freelance basically the advice I wish I got before I jumped into freelance um in April time I wish I did research and found clear champs um early earlier and had a clear contract set in place I wish I like understood my worth basically a lot of the time and stuff like deposits if you're doing any work you should always ask for some money before you even like pick up a pen yeah that's so helpful um and finally uh what's the most rewarding project that you've been a part of oof um I think the period poverty campaign I did for my degree show you know that wasn't something um that I, you know, my teachers told me to do or um, a client told me to do. That was just completely what I cared about. I mean, it's quite the opposite. My teachers were like, please don't do this. You're really going to piss off the uni doing this. 
I'd say just go with your gut every time. Yeah, I think that was also the first kind of time I really communicated my art to people as well. It was actually, I think I learned a lot about my own work by talking about it. Um, and I mean, yeah, you don't you don't need to be, you know, interviewed for that. You can do that yourself. Do you know what I mean? By just by asking yourself those questions, by, you know, writing a journal about the work you've done. I think you can learn so much by how you articulate your own work. And also, I suppose, because you are an artist activist, being able to see change come about. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, hands down, that is, like, the most rewarding thing about everything about it, yeah. I mean, I think, for me, that's why... I can't I can't really do any artwork that's not political now. I get so much I guess purpose out of making stuff that I believe is going to make political change. Even if it doesn't make any, you know, physical change, but it's the grand scheme of it, isn't it? It's like I know, you know, my campaign didn't doesn't mean that, you know, the government listened to me personally, but I know that my artwork, you know, um was shared on, for example, like Free Periods page, who were the people who campaigned to the government. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all a snowball effect. So even if you think you're a small artist or whatever, you're a small artist in a very big chain. Well, thank you so much for talking to me, Daisy. It's been really uplifting. Um, We will link Daisy's website in the page below. And as always, there'll be a glossary of terms and links that have been mentioned in the episode. Uh, And if you want to check out more great content and interviews, don't forget to look at our Instagram page at Hang It Collective for updates. See you next time. Bye.